So Sherry Sanahai. Right, the Sanahai, sacred. Yeah. All right. Sherry and then and then Sanahai. Like Santa says hi. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So look, I don't know what kind of title I would put you on. Like not really an entrepreneur, not really a, just an author. I don't know. I see you do some fighting too, so I don't I don't really have a title. Uh, that's just training. I would say I would go with um I'm also about to get my LLC on Monday. Uh, so technically, you could say solopreneur because I don't have a team of people. But I, I mean, I do have a product. I am getting my LLC. Um, you could say speaker, speaker, and author. Uh, I do a lot of speaking too, but I kind of slowed down a little bit because the content. What I was finding, okay, this is what I was finding is the depth that I have. Like I, I kind of, you know, you you start, you're putting yourself out there. You're just trying to make content. You don't know. You don't know. I didn't expect this thing to grow. That's that's. I, I I didn't know. I was just putting out content, you know, putting my my best face forward. And fun. I noticed a lot of people. Yeah, and I noticed a lot of people were like, "Oh, positive vibes." And the thing that irks my nerves about, and I slowed down. I said, "Oh God, I hope I'm not sending out the rock." Because there's like a lot of um, it's not it's not rainbows and sunshine. I think that that because my book, if you look at the title, "Burn Bridges Lead to Better Roads." Clearly, something transformed. Something happened that I survived, right? Yes. And so I think that there's a part of me where I'm like, okay, what's it gonna take? Because I'm this five foot one woman. What's it gonna take for people to understand? Like, holy shit! Like, you know, either like a sense of respect or like understanding. Like, what I've been through isn't easy. You know, I'm getting up there. I'm showing my face. I could survive in the pandemic because my life has been a has, has been what you know what I'm saying. Like, I've always had trauma. There was always something. Yeah, hundred percent. So for me, the pandemic was kind of like understanding how to work through turbulence because I've lived in it most of my life. And I think uh, I don't know if you you know about Meghan Markle. Um, she spoke about. I think she she tried to reach out for help in yeah. terms of uh, you know she wants. See, that's the problem I have with people. They look at you, they don't understand what it takes. It's like, okay, I made a conscious decision, regardless of what I've been through, I'm fighting to make my life better, right? Whether yes. it be seeking out, you know, therapy, whether it be training, whether it be... I was drinking since I was 13. But by my look, first of all, you can't even tell me. A lot of people are thrown off. I'm 33. So there's a few moving parts of this thing. Clearly, there's something I'm doing. I mean, when my corona dropped, Thankfully, I also ended up getting a degree in biology. So when this corona thing dropped, I took it really seriously. And I knew because of my knowledge, I knew what to take to help me prevent the virus. And I haven't caught, I haven't gotten antibodies. I didn't catch the virus. However, upon completing the supplementation with, you know, like, you know, keeping your, 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 your brain uh, highly powered or keeping your mental, you know, because that was hard to be quarantined and not have... Um, you know depression or anything like that but what i was taking actually kind of was like um it kind of helped break some codes open like what do you mean like what were you taking like like melatonin uh, at night are you taking like some nice no, tea or something no. okay. okay so uh one of the products i take it's called shilajit uh it's it's an ayurvedic nootropic a nootropic is like um like I don't know if you've ever taken like like pre workout or like like yeah like you know, a nitric like, oxide or something like yeah, NO yeah, explode yeah, yeah. or so, Jack 3D or something right yeah something that just gets you fired so she legit is a tar from the Himalayan mountains and uh, it helps with IQ functioning there's levels of gold in there 
and it um it just it strengthens your mind to I mean I probably went through like 10 15 jars of this thing over the quarantine I was also taking K3 D2 CoQ10 the company is called Symbiotica but somehow um, I just used to shop with them I mean it's just life experience my degree my knowledge I didn't touch corona but then here I am I didn't plan on writing a book all of a sudden, things just, the puzzle pieces in my brain started to make, like, things just started to fall into place. And then, with everything I was taking, I said, wait a second, I have a story to tell. Uh, and, and it just, it just, ooh, it just came out. It's about 392 pages. But, so it's, it's not even just strengthening my immune system, it's also um, kind of like knowing what to take to enhance your life. And then on top of that, also pretty much healing trauma and things that I've been through by the use of these supplements. So this been it's been quite a nudge. Like I said, I was drinking since I was thirteen. That's gonna that's that's gonna obviously damage your liver, weaken your gut lining. I just did a micro and, and uh, even just your mental state. I mean, you're not even fully developed, and you're getting drunk. That that takes away. But see, the question. Okay, so people with semen, they wouldn't expect that, right? But what I want people to understand is, well, if you if you look beyond the surface and understand, like, you know, I mean, I had an unstable upbringing. So obviously that's going to cater to that. And then when you, when you have, usually people, you know, like the, they, they call them like the outcasts or whatever. Usually it's because, you know, you go to school at a young age and people, it's like, you can't relate. It's like, oh my God, I have all this drama and all this, all this stuff going on at my house. And it's like, you, you try to find people who also have the same problems as you. Yeah, birds of feather flock together. And so, yeah, I mean, so, so the people I would hang out with, they, when I was like, you know, in my teenage years, some people ended up going to rehab. Um, and it was just so common. Like you could just do cocaine on your 18th birthday, which I can relate to, you know? And it's like, that that was like your way of life because you're with these people who haven't really acknowledged their traumas, their abuse, but you're still trying to find a way to survive through all this or what happened to you. And um, it's, a, it's a pretty tough cycle to break. So at around 29, I had this, you know, it's like people walk into your life as, um, I guess you could say catalysts or, you know, they, they, they may play that part for you to change your life. And what I thought was maybe like a romantic connection um, actually ended up being somebody who kind of showed me the in terms of like getting me to stop drinking like forever kind of thing and like seeing that, hey, that's a hindrance you have or this is something you've been doing for so many years. Maybe you should try going cold. Per I mean, I also have had alcoholics in the family. Luckily, that that uh, that that slipped. I, you know, I mean, in terms of them getting help and things like that. Um, but I mean, addiction has just always been rampant. I mean, my father, he passed at 55 back in 2012. And, um, he, you know, unfortunately, he suffered for most of his life. So I grew up seeing it, you know, and then I guess you as a, as a child, you're trying to cope and heal and uh, move forward in your life. So there's just so many different moving parts to a transformation journey and being able to see that. This person may look like this. They may show up and they have this happy presence, but give some respect to the fact that it, 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 it's a lot of hard, it's more hard work than you would begin to expect. I mean, you're, it throws you off when you read the title of your book, you know, so so thanks for elaborating on that. No, but uh, that is the truth, though. And, you know, a lot of people, they don't even recognize that they are going through traumas if other people are going through the same things. If you grow up in a certain neighborhood or a certain area to where a lot of people are drug addicts or a lot of people are alcoholics and it's just kind of like the norm, then it's kind of, you know, when you grow up and you move and you start traveling and you see these other people have different lives, you're like, wow, okay, 
maybe this is the reason why I stay up till three o'clock in the morning and I can't sleep, you know, it's because I was raised this way or, you know, it's maybe this reason why I have trust issues and I, and, and I look at certain people a certain way. And, but yeah, everybody has different traumas and everybody goes through different things, but you know, it takes a lot of strength to change who you are as a person in general from just from taking herbs and supplements to quitting cold turkey from drinking if you've been drinking since you were 13 and and things like that is just it's it's a lot harder to change than it is to ever stay the same and i think sometimes you get so sick of the pain that you, that can even show up in relationships like you look at yourself you're 29 you're like oh my god look you know love doesn't have a timeline but then there are sometimes something will tap you on the head and say, well, what the hell, what's going on? Like, what do I need to change or what do I need to fix so that I can find the love of my life? And um, that person I mentioned that was a catalyst, it kind of just snapped me back into reality. I, I was like, you know, I mean, here I was, drafted, all of a sudden, something, there was like this fire underneath me. There was like, no, you could be doing better than this. You have, to, you have to get going. And I stopped drinking. I ended up moving across the country. Um, the first time I did it, I did a three-day road trip from New Jersey to Los Angeles. Uh, you know, and, and but even just, just to have the mindset to do that. I mean, everything, everything so far the past four years, three years has been a lot on me. And then I took a break for about a month after that first trip. And I was so miserable. I said, man, I can't give up. I mean, I know that my cousin, the people I was, I was rooming with, they had a sudden change of plans. They ended up going to Las Vegas. So I took a month break and I said, you know what? I can't, I can't give up even though I only have so much money or, uh, you know, and I don't know how, how I'm going to do this. I ended up taking a one-way flight, which I talk, talk about in chapter four of my book. I took a one-way flight with no designated place to stay because I got a taste of what LA could do. And I said, you know what? I would rather feel the pain of trying to figure it out versus the pain of saying, well, my cousin and his roommate left, so I don't know how I'm gonna do this on my own. So that was a whole other, I mean, in terms of like giving up drinking and like really trying to change my life, because you get sick and tired. You go, well, 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 God will show me in some way. Maybe if I throw myself out there to the fire, like, I mean, look, that, this is my way. I don't recommend it for everybody, but sometimes when you're so, it forces you to really be on your toes. Right, like there's, oh, there's, 100%. there's, there's it's, it's only just it's just you doing something like this, figuring out the places to stay, um, calling people. Hey, you know, I'm back in the area. Can I have a can I have a couch to crash on? You know, look using like different apps. Like there's a lot of different work apps you could use. That I mean, life life don't stuff. come with no manual. Right. So I'm so I'm like, man, this is this is this is some real. This is real, and I'm bound to figure something out about myself from having done this. And then here I was, I was still, um, actually ended up living in Hollywood from doing that. I was in Pasadena, then I went straight to the heart of Hollywood, and now I'm in West Hollywood, all from taking a one-way flight, and I've almost just about ready just to um, publish my first book. So it goes to show the miracle, like when you really believe in yourself, when you believe in God, when you give up what's not serving you, that's, that's why I want to share my story, because there's so many moving parts to what I did to come into my own. I mean, I always knew I was going to write a book. But then there's the confidence of saying it, and then there's, well, you know, um, the people that you're around, do they really support you? You know, sometimes you have to catch that too. And then there just comes a point where you just, where you just stop caring about what people think, and you, hey, what are you, what are you doing? Hey, I'm an author, I'm writing my first book. You know, and some people will laugh, some people may not get it, but that's not my job to help them get it. 
I just know I'm doing I'm doing the work I'm supposed to be doing, and I feel complete in that. You know, that's crazy because I met my wife when I was 29, and I'm 33 right now, Ooh, which is wild. Oh my god! And and I think it's crazy because okay, so I had all these things that I wanted to do, and I want to do this and this and this, and I just never, and I've never been insecure with anything that I do. It's just I'm like, mm -hmm. why would I do that if I'm not going to be the best? She really supported everything that I've ever even thought about. If I thought about this, she supported it. Thought about this, like with the building trucks. I don't know how to build no damn trucks. And then I started it and I was like, damn, this is fun. So we just kept rocking and, you know, we've been having fun with it. And, you know, she's fully supported with the podcast. Uh, you know, I wanted to set up a whole podcast, do the whole nine yards. I told her, look, I'm serious. I want to do this. And I don't care what people think. As long as my kids are happy and the old lady's fine, then hell, let's ride. You know, you're going to, for every wow. person that loves you, you're going to have someone that hates you. So... I just deal with that. I don't really care what people think. I mean, you can look at the best song on YouTube that you love, and you're going to see thousands of people with their thumbs down on it talking about, oh, this is crap. I mean, everybody's just different, and I'm cool with that. So I've just learned to not care about other people who want to judge and say, oh, look, at he's retarded for doing this. Hey, I don't care. I'm just having fun with it. It's life. We could die tomorrow, and I don't want to ever be sitting there at 80 years old saying, man, I regret doing not doing this or not doing that. And that's what it's. I think. I think that that's my biggest driving, motivating force. Some people, some people would say, "Wow, a one-way flight." How? What? What in your brain? What was the the ticking box? The fact that we all leave this planet one day. So, I mean, I think. I think being a creator, and you know what I mean. Like you, you got you got started with the truck, then you got into the podcast. I think life is about creating and and connectivity. So I feel like if you're blessed to be able to do this, then forget what people think. You just keep doing it because you enjoy it and you get better. You know, and I think it's important to have something that's your own. You know, uh, but there's a lot of people that yeah. hate positivity. There's so many negative people in this world. I oh, love see, the see. fact of having something of yeah. my own and doing my own thing and making myself smile. But there's so many people that would just be mad to see you smile. Oh my God. I mean, that's very true, but I guess that's also why it's a clue. Okay, so another thing is how I wrote. See, I, we're similar. That's probably why we're connected on, you know, connected right now. Yeah, we've been needing uh, to do yeah, this. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the book, though, is, is very similar. It's kind of like working on the trucks in the podcast because here I am in my own space and I ask myself, I said, what's something that I could be left alone with that I have a lot of confidence in? And when you, when you tap into that question, and you keep working every single day and it's the point where you know somebody tries to get into your face and you say hey i'm so sorry but i'm working on this right now like you're not that you know what i mean you kind of you you you, you kind of end up putting yourself first which is really what you need to 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 effectively see a project from start to finish because there's so many distractions people that think that you're i mean they, they say that they're friends they're not really friends you know what i mean and why would you want that energy interfering with what you really love to do that's actually making you happy so then with with, with that in turn you end up like being alone and liking to yourself because it's, it's just and then you really see wow i guess your, your value starts to build your confidence starts to build so for anybody listening right now i would say find something that makes you happy to be in your own space you will really see what you're truly about when you when, when when you get into something like this, one hundred percent. Yeah, book, you couldn't have, you couldn't trust. have said that yeah. any better. Yeah. But you know, we, a lot of people yeah, need mentors, though. I, I always preach that mentors, man, we need people that are around us, people that are that are willing to show us the better way. So whenever you find yourself in a certain field, go link up with other people that are in that same field and go during that path. Even if you suck at it, but it's a passion of yours, everybody starts somewhere. So just go at it. Left foot in front of the right and just take off. 
Yeah, and I all I, and it's funny you say mentors because in the beginning of my book I say I didn't have a life coach or the right mentor next to me. Like I'm looking back at my life, and it's one of those things where it's like if I had known what I put in this manual, obviously I would have been much further ahead. But God has His time, and I don't think it's a coincidence. But I I do have a very deeply loving heart. I have a very very protective spirit. So there's one of those things where it's like I can't have this conversation with every single person I cross paths with. Sometimes it just there's just so much to say. And then when I saw that the book was 66,000 words, I said, okay, that's that's the problem. There's all of this this, this energy and love, but how the hell can you get 66,000 words out in a hello? So there was always this this this, this feeling of like, oh, I feel kind of misunderstood. Like there's so much more I want to do and show. And I feel like anybody that crosses my path, I'll be able to give them that guidance. It's one. It's kind of like my way of showing love because it's just you know it it, it 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 would be nice for people to know this as a whole. This is how it should be, you know, in terms of moving forward into you know finding your confidence, finding your path, what's your purpose. A lot of people don't think like that. And and from what I've gathered, I mean, because if you didn't step in, if you didn't step in with confidence about your podcast, and if I didn't step in with confidence about my book. We wouldn't be on the. We wouldn't be um, on this on this episode right now. That's isn't that a funny thought? No, it's completely true though. I, I, okay, I used to always tell my kids this: um, even if you don't know, but you sound confident, people are going to believe you, right? So if you're doing something that you're passionate about and that you love it, then people are going to want to be a part of it, even if you suck. But you'll be like, hey, man. I love that that person put so much passion and so much heart into it that I'm going to give them the credit and the and the respect anyways. But a lot of people, they just right. are too scared to jump off the porch, though. You know, they're too, like, like what you were saying, I don't want to reiterate, but finding something that you are comfortable in your own skin doing is mm-hmm. a godsend. It's a miracle. It's a blessing because that will truly make you happy. If you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. So if you continuously find something that you're passionate about and keep working on that, then you'll succeed and you'll win in life. Even if it doesn't make you rich and famous, you'll still win in life. Somehow, some way. You know, I, I have this quote on my Instagram. It's, it's God sees footwork. And I feel like somehow, some way you'll be rewarded. It may not be publicly. It may be, you know what I mean? God works for fun ways. Um, but I, I feel like if you, you keep on that path, you'll be provided for when you least expect it. At least that's what I've seen. Especially being here in Los Angeles, I've had, you know, texts come up, you know, an agent from New York saying, hey, you know, you have this check from this job out of nowhere. And it's probably when you most needed it too. Sometimes in crisis, and I, and I experienced a lot of that here, you know, being all the way on the West Coast, you know, you're really forced to, um, you have to have faith. You have to build that muscle. So what, brought, think, you to, from, what brought you to LA? Well, you're 20, okay, back to the, the story about being 29. Um, well, here, oh gosh, let's rewind a little bit. So at 14, um, I had my first agent in modeling. So that was something that I, I, I still do from time to time. I mean, even, you know, I have a young look. So I guess I guess the fact that it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm still young looking. Um, I went to acting school at a younger age. I, obtained, I even kind of went off track and I obtained my degree in biology. You know, and I think that there's, Sometimes you look at your credentials and you think, man, you know, this, a part of you just, I don't know, maybe there's just something in me that wants to do better or wants more out of life. So when I saw the trajectory and I saw how things were going, I met into, ran into the catalyst I told you about, I just saw, it just showed me like, you know, what, what am I doing with my life? Like I have to, I have to get my career going, whatever that may be. I have to figure this out. Like, 
you know, I got I got to tap into whatever my calling is. I mean, there's so many different moving parts to this. A lot of people will say, you know, your career and your calling and your mission, they're separate things. Um, but there was just, I guess, that sense of purpose or wanting wanting the puzzle pieces to fit. And uh, something was off track. It just wasn't, I guess, looking back at my trajectory with having already done modeling at such a young age, doing very well with it, getting my degree, you know, you're like, okay, this isn't, I was rideshare driving at the time, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I would get, even with people that would come into the car, I was almost like I couldn't just hide my, I mean, I mean, here I am, I'm driving, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward. But people would look at me and say, what are you doing? You, you should be, you know, I don't know. It just, it just seemed like uh, that ambitious part of me never really left and people could pick it up as soon as they saw me. So I feel like it, sometimes, you know, you, 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 you just, you get so fed up, you just jump. So I had that opportunity. My cousin was staying for about another three months in LA. And I would, I said, you know, I'd be a fool if I didn't. This was back in, I think, 2018. And um, I had the opportunity to drive across country and do that whole thing. And I'm happy to say I was able to live that dream out. And then I noticed when I had that taste of what LA was, that's when I went back for a month and said, you know, I don't know how I'm going to do this, but. Um, I already found an agent from being in LA. I found some. I found a, a friend who I'm still very close with. Um, I had a position as a boxing coach, and I said, you know, what do I have to lose? Because she kept calling me. My agent said, hey, you have an audition. This is coming up. And I thought to myself, I said, I'm losing so much opportunity by being here. Let me just jump. And organically, you know, thankfully, I had that family to show me the way. But then there comes a point. You know, let me just jump and see what happens. You know, I don't, and I guess maybe it's strange because then Corona rolled through two years later. So as I look on, as I look back on everything that I did, I'm really in awe because if I didn't take that chance, I wouldn't have seen, I wouldn't have been able to have done everything that I did. Especially with um, having a, I had a 24-hour Korean spy that I slept in. I'm not going to say the name because I don't, I don't really think it's something that they would want to promote, but. That was where I first came. You know what I mean? Like, I, I remember a time, like, a family member had taken me to this place, and I talked to myself. I said, man, if you're, if you kind of hit a, hit a, um, a tough spot in LA, you're not without a place to sleep. And so I think that that always kind of stuck with me. So when I came back with no place to stay, that was the first place I stayed at, it was a 24 hour Korean spa. That ain't bad. That's not a bad idea. People can actually just yeah. go travel and do that. <laughs> we, got free, right? we got free place to stay. I'm with that. It's better than an Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then there's also knowing how to connect. Luckily, I'm I'm good with you know connecting with people, making friends, and you know when I came back, I said, hey, you know I'm, um, you know, do you mind if I stay in your couch for three to four nights? Blah blah blah. And I don't know, I guess I started to build confidence in how I could, I mean, here I am just looking at my skill set, well, no, no, nobody backing me, you know, knowing how to talk with this one, knowing how to talk with this one. Um, and luckily that kind of built some momentum. I would find places to stay. Uh, I also, I also looked into couch surfing, which is a very interesting concept. Essentially, you bring a value or a skill set, you change their life in some way. But the first thing, the first thing is that you have to write a proposal. You have to, you have to kind of explain, well, why would, why would you be a good candidate? How, how, what, what value do you bring to the table? Blah, blah, blah. They don't just let any, any person in. 
So it's almost like the person who's hosting gets to travel by you being in the home. So oh, let's wow. say, uh, yeah, so it's like, okay, hey, well, I'm, I'm going to cook vegetarian meals. I'm going to introduce you to the team. We're going to go out dancing. You know, we're, we're, I'm, I'll, I'll do personal training with you. And then I said, wow, I'm, I'm doing, I'm surviving. Roommate applications. Yeah. And then finally, you know, then when it came to find, getting more stabilized, that's when I found, um, I found somebody in Hollywood and then that had its time. And here I am in West Hollywood, as I mentioned before. So it's like, I think it's interesting because people, they would never, they would look at me and they would never think that there's all of this dynamic behind me or, you know, or, or even so when it comes to, I guess becoming the best version of yourself. Cause the thing is, you know, we could, we could talk about career or we could talk about romance or relationships, but I kind of feel like if you're not striving to be the best version of yourself, that's what you're going to offer to whatever, whatever position you're in or whoever you're with. So at the end of the day, I'm always looking for that inner work. So I can be that, you know, that asset. I mean, now, now I'm going into LLC formation, but, um, even even with relationships, right? I became very comfortable being alone, so that I can, you know what I mean. I don't want to put that stress on somebody of like, uh, you know, I, I kind of I'm the kind of person I like to know where I'm going, where I'm headed, what that next step is, and um, you know, just 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 being to, to myself until I figure out what that is. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, look, before we run out of time, I want to ask you a couple questions, and I know you do a whole bunch of stuff. And like I said, you're you're always coming up with different content. All right, a couple of things I wanted to ask you about. Um, I, I was talking to my wife about going and doing those uh, the ice baths at what thirty seven Fahrenheit, freezing cold for like yeah. six minutes. Negative. That seems insane. Doesn't your body like feel like you're going in shock? Like, what kind of therapy did you feel after that? Because you know when you feel you feel a certain way when you get out of a, out of a spa, you feel nice and relaxed. And that was heat. What's the opposite side? So that was like, I mean, you feel super, I mean, okay, so all the, uh, the, like the dopamine, the neurotransmitters, everything's running through your brain. So there definitely is an energy rush as if you drank a cup of coffee, there's this refreshing feel. It's very invigorating. It's very, you feel alive. And then, I'm, and then after that, I don't just go home. I usually sit in the sauna for about an hour. Um, Put the and thaw out. Yeah, just the thaw. It takes me about like 20 minutes to calm down. But each time I do that, and then let's say, you know, and, and then I go home and go to sleep, the level of sleep, the rest, everything is so amazing because your your muscles, everything is so engaged in a way that, uh, you know, you're not usually engaged with. That's just so when insane. you actually, yeah, yeah, it's, um, I mean, there's a guy named Wim Hof. He is like, I mean, that's who I first saw this from. And um, even in, in, okay, so for the people that are listening, if that's too much, actually the first, I would say the first um, thing that I ever under underwent that's similar to the ice bath is the cryotherapy. A, so lot, cryotherapy, of, a lot of sports players do that. Where you stand yeah. in there and they hit you with that ice cold, like air. Yeah, oh my God, it's amazing. Is that colder? No, because water is going to penetrate the skin. I mean, you got to think of it, you're sitting in ice water, so there's something different. There's, it's a, they're two totally different things. I mean, the cryotherapy is good. You're only in there for three minutes. 
and it's negative 256 degrees but there's oh, a light there's um it's it's a little bit different though it's, it's a different type of setup but um they're both they're both good it's just it just depends i mean three minutes versus six minutes in ice water i i personally think cryotherapy that would be the intro that's what i would recommend people to do also when you do stuff like that though think about it like this everything starts in the mind you know like you had you had an idea to do a podcast you had an idea to work on trucks i had an idea to write a book but see the thing is is first 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 is is the mindset and then there's the follow-through if I hadn't did things like cryotherapy and ice baths, I don't know if I would have had the mindset. Also connected with martial arts as well. You've seen some boxing on, on my page, but when it comes to really training your mind to keep with something, I have to attribute both cryotherapy and ice baths definitely towards my training and being able to complete a book. Okay. Or, or yeah, I mean, also to the ability to do the one. I mean, because it, it's so taxing on the mind. So there's yeah, gotta I feel be, that. I feel that. That's like yeah. after a huge work week, you go and get a massage. You feel better. You go to sleep that good that night. You know. Right. Okay, so but it's all um, about mindset. Yeah. You do cooking. You are a chef. I, do you yeah, consider yourself a chef? Cook. Yeah. Okay, so what is your favorite genre of food? What is like, if you're gonna go to, so say like, um, I'm like, hey, look, we got these people coming and I, you know, I wanna impress them. And what is your go-to? I have to, I, for some reason I'm feeling traditional. I think it's always nice to add that touch of wherever you're from. My parents are from Guyana, South America. Uh, great, great grandparents are from India. So there's a lot of roti, there's a lot of curry, dal. I love and, curry. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, it's amazing. I really so I do. feel like that would, that would always be nice like, to make like a curry and roti kind of feel. I mean, there's so many things you could do and play upon, but I always feel like a tradition. Cause that's like, I guess you could say like something. I mean, I, I've been eating that since I was like two, three years old kind of thing. So if you could but have anybody, I, if you could have any mentor come through and just show you on your career and just give up their time to sit here and break down what what you need to get to help you go with your career who would you have as a mentor who would you have show you the way especially in la it's interesting because the person that's coming to me isn't um she's she's won an oscar she is a very very well-known singer she's had her own perfume she's had her own makeup and she's just she went to Juilliard. Do you know who I'm going to say? Who? Lady Gaga. Really? I mean, it's interesting because I want to say when I first saw her, I want to say in 2010 when she had the red dress uh, and she was doing her performance at the MTV movie, uh, Music Awards, I recognized, I mean, look, it, it's just I recognized talent. I knew that she was way ahead of her time. You know, a lot of people would talk about her and things like that. Oh, she had an amazing but when voice. I, Oh my God. I mean, I, yeah, as you could see, I did, um, I don't know if you saw this video, but I was singing her song Shallow in an ice bath. So that goes to show my love right there. Yeah, no, I saw that. I saw that. She, yeah, hey, she's, so she, she's a good actress though, too. She is a really good actress. Well, the fact, I mean, whew, I mean, first of all, I guess being a female in entertainment is, there's so many moving parts to this because a female in entertainment, it's extremely difficult. And then there's also the business level, and then there's also the musicality, and then there's just, I mean, again, the Oscars, you know, and it just keeps going, 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 going. So somebody like that, I mean, 
that's a style it goes to show what the human mind is truly capable of but clearly that's definitely somebody i want would just wanted to sit down have lunch or dinner with and um because again it's kind of a it's, it's similar i mean writing a book is kind of a different thing but at the end of the day though if somebody there's somebody that's successful that you have followed for so many years i think it would just be it would be nice just to hear what they would have to say or or how they would guide you yeah 100 percent all right, well, look, it was amazing having you on the show. It was amazing talking to you, and we definitely got to do this again sometime. I cannot wait to read that book. I can't wait till it drops. I better be one of the first people with the links. Yeah. I know that you're always well, going to be posting more content. I'm ready for you to come out here to Tennessee and cook for me. Oh, man, that would be, well, that'd be amazing. Well, Ace, I guess I'll let, um, if, if your followers want to stay tuned with my transformational journey or if they want to know more about the book or when it's coming out, Best way to reach me would be at my Instagram. That's going to be my first and last name, Shari, S-H-A-R-I. Last name is Sanahai, S-A-N-A-H-I. Go follow right now. Yeah. Go follow. And I also have a website. It's called sharispeaks.com. And I will be dropping more information about the official release release date so that everybody knows exactly where to go to get the book. And I'm also going to get it on the audiobook. I will have yes. all the links in the comments or inside the description. So y'all just check for that. Well, Ace, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for having me. This was amazing. I loved it. All right. Well, look, I'm going to talk to you soon.